up, baby? Whoa, that was loud, dude. Is that me or you? Dang, that was this you. Is no, I think that was you, bro. That's because so I just looked loud. at. I'm looking at the levels there. Wow, dude, we're kind of lit. Wow. Anyways, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Better Together podcast. I am in Florida, baby. Better Together makes it to South Florida. Yes, sir. Boca, back in Boca, baby. Dude, yep. let's go. I'm very excited about this podcast because I'm back with my good old with the homie, my homie, my dude. First, oh, I, both my hands are full. Sorry. Here, I have I'll hold coffee your microphone in. One in. Okay. <laughs> that was, you guys did it, that was so dope. We did the worst stab ever in history, or the best. We just created something <laughs> new. That that no amazing. one's ever done that. Yeah, no yeah. one's ever done that. We were talking about that the other day. No one's ever done that handshake. No one has ever done this. Hold my mic. Hold my freaking mic. No one has ever. No one has ever done this combination of uh, hip hop patty tat <laughs> combination. <laughs> First one ever. I'm the first one ever to do that exact combination. In so the world. Wow. We're making history on the Better Together wow. podcast. And that's what we're about. Anyways. Is this usually how these things start? Just like so extremely stupid. Yes. <laughs> yes. Extremely stupid. Anyways, guys, as you guys know, it's it's good to do a podcast again. I haven't done a podcast. This is the first podcast of the new year. Of 2020, baby. 2021. You. That, wow. 2021. Yeah. 2020 scarred us. 20, 2020 is a cursed year. Dude, anyways, uh, so let's get into this, man, because yeah, let's do it. first off, I'm just excited, and also we have a dinner date later. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so uh, I just want to yeah, talk to you. Yeah, we have a dinner date. Yeah, we do. Me, you, and, and my own. wife. Yeah, and your <laughs> wife. Um, so, Gabe, so as, I don't know, maybe someone who's watching this doesn't know who Gabe is. So, Gabriel is a YouTuber, uh, originally started on Vine. Uh, he is an actor. He is an entrepreneur. Uh, runs a clothing line, runs a coffee line, and you're just uh, my best friend. And Thanks, so man. Appreciate it. I just, uh, I'm and, excited to have and you on this. new yeah, musician. Oh, dude, I effing suck That's as a, a friend. New, oh, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, dude. dude. You had one job. Dude, I'm sorry. You had one job. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine, dude. But I appreciate all the love. Man. So, um, yeah. I'm very excited to have you on this because you have gone through a new phase of your life, a new transition of your life that, uh, yeah, man, unfortunately, uh, some of us in LA had to deal with because, uh, we miss you and, uh, but we're excited for you and we're happy that you moved and thanks bro, because we want to see you happy and want to see you just better overall, better apart. Yeah. (laughs) What the? (laughs) I want to talk about this because you've had a huge change in your life. You've moved from Los Angeles, California, where you basically, in a certain sense, really had your career, your career, your career. What? I said it again. (laughs) It's for real. Yeah. You've had your career. uh, You started your career. Obviously, you started in um, Florida. You started doing Vine in Florida. And but you really made it a career when you came out to Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and now you've had your time there. You've done what you've done and now you're at a new stage of life and you decided to move to Florida and uh, let's just get into it. Yeah, man. Why? Why the change? Why the change? Oh, wow. A heavy hitter right from the start. I don't know. As Jess and I, we're as we were continuing to think of like life and our future and where we wanted to be and what. Um, I guess specifically with like family down the line, we always had the idea like LA was temporary. That was, we always had that in our head. Um, and 
when thinking of family down the line and where we would want to end up and, you know, just like raise kids and stuff like that. Um, LA wasn't it. And we were thinking of different places. Like we, we had taken trips to Orange County and we were like, is Orange County it? But then we were like, oh, we're going to be pretty far away from our, you know, people we know anyway. And then we're going to be really starting over there because we wouldn't know anyone. You know, and then, um, I don't know, we were just, different options were going through our head on, on what we wanted to do, and uh, ended up being Florida. Um, yeah, but it's, um, I don't know, it's been, uh, it's been so different than we initially thought, and like adjusting back to my hometown has been like so different. I don't know. I think I had all these expectations of like what life would be like here. And it's just been like a different experience. And it funny enough, I moving away from LA has made me realize, which is like so dumb of me to realize this now, but like (laughs) how much I like love and appreciate and how close I was to everyone in LA. Mm -hmm. Like you, Bob, Warren, Chad, like all those, all those people. So I don't know, man. That's the uh, that's the deal. What gives someone the guts to or the confidence to change a lifestyle, a drastic lifestyle, like for you to just take your whole life and move somewhere else? Dude, I don't. I mean, I feel like it wasn't. It wasn't. It guts? wasn't. You don't think it was? Guts? I think it was more gutsy for me to move to LA. Like I dropped out of school mm-hmm. and just like went out there and did that. Like we're uh, we're moving back here. Yeah. Housing was cheaper, so you know we could yeah. build a house and and do that whole thing for less than way less than it would be in LA. And we're around family and stuff. Did which you have is, a sense of peace of like coming back here? Uh, or yeah. Making the decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the doors when when Jess and I were started the process we were like okay we're going to move forward with this and if God wants us to do this he's going to open the doors and if he doesn't want us to do this he's going to close the doors and it's going to be really difficult for us Wow! and as we started moving forward um, everything just kind of like step by step just started falling into our lap yeah that was kind of the piece that we had was because of knowing you know God's hand was over the whole process so Um, I don't, I wasn't, I didn't have like any like regrets being like, oh man, what if this is the wrong move or whatever, especially with, was there ever doubt? Like when you, Mm. when you're thinking about it or no, about the move? Was there ever doubt? No, I don't think so. Especially with the way everything kind of happened in 2020, work ended up being like remote anyway. Like everyone started working from home. Everyone, I guess a lot of people, like a lot of people left LA because a lot of people realized that they didn't need to be there to work Mm -hmm. like anymore slash they kind of didn't anyway, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So that's kind of, I mean, we had already started the process of moving out before. Uh, everything started happening in 2020, but that was kind of confirmation of like, oh, we made the right decision. We, you know, probably would have wanted to pull the plug at this time anyway, um, since we were already thinking about moving and now we kind of don't even need to be in LA to work. Yeah. Um, so, and, and with YouTube anyway, we really 
didn't need to be in LA, but that's kind of where the heart of, I guess, y- like YouTubers are in LA and just like yeah. that industry and entertainment and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. So what's something that you've learned from this new transition from moving to Florida from Los Angeles? Like what's been like, I guess, a, a lesson you've learned that, you know, you don't learn from just day to day life, but making mm. decisions like this. Oh my gosh. Sebastian. These questions. Sorry, <laughs> bro. You're hitting me with like level 10. On every, did I start, did every, I start too on hard? Every single question. Sorry, bro. Um, Sorry, I'm just interested. Dude, wait, wait, wait. What was the question again? What was something I've learned from this? Yeah, from this transition because, you know, this isn't um, a day to day transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think. Decision. Is don't. And I. No, no, no. Like having hope in the future is amazing, but I think having two. No, no. I think this is this is what I'm trying to say. Having too much confidence on your own expectations and your own plans that could be dramatically changed or could be completely different than you initially anticipated. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know what I thought it was going to be like moving back, but I kind of went through like this weird, like, and I feel like I'm still kind of going through it, like reacclimating back to Florida. I spent my whole li- adult life away from Florida. I'm 26 now, yeah. just back. And um, like there's so much life happened here without me and, you know, things have changed. And um, It's like going in a time machine and coming back and it's like, whoa, everyone grew up. Dude. Back to the future. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And yeah, I mean, I I don't even know like what my expectations actually were, but they weren't what I guess reality is. And yeah, I think they were naively, not naively positive, but naively like... Overexcited? Yeah. And over, I, I don't, I'm not even sure, but I... Not that I should have curved, curved my like... And, er, curbed? Cur- curved? Curbed? <laughs> not that I should have curbed my enthusiasm or anything... But I should have, um, I guess, had a, a more mature and uh, level-headed understanding of like, hey, things might be tough moving back. Things might be different. I was just like fully excited, like this is going to go great. And it allowed me to really be hurt mm-hmm. because I didn't prepare myself for any negatives. Repercussions, in, in the, yeah, or negative any negative repercussions. I wasn't like preparing myself for that. I was just like, "This is gonna be awesome," and um, th- realizing that you know life is different here, and I'm just and I are gonna be acclimating again, and all that stuff. Um, it just hurt. I basically like hurt myself through the process, yeah. and um, yeah, I don't know. I think experiencing experiencing major change like that can tend to really uh mess with those types of emotions and it has really helped me understand as a husband what Jess went through for so long moving from Australia to LA wow you know so that that's been a crazy kind of realization slash experience and um what's kept you strong through these uh repercussions because obviously you know you go through it you get hit by it reality Mm mm-hmm so what gives you that band-aid or that healing? Yeah, Jess has was a huge support through all of that cuz I was like, man, what the heck is going on? Like, 
why do I feel depressed? What, like, I'm supposed to be so happy right now, yeah. you know? Like, Jess and I are kind of trying to readjust, and I'm supposed to, I was supposed to be the one helping Jess through this, and now she's actually the one helping me through this. Wow. Yeah, like, it was just, it was so weird. So, Jess was, like, amazing, like, being there the whole time and kind of, like, helping me walk through it and, and, and stuff like that. And then, um, and, but most importantly, Jesus and my, I, I felt like so kind of distant from him yeah. through the first kind of period of moving here. And I just felt like the separation from God. And then once I kind of hit that low point, I was like, man, I really need to like get my priorities straight and, and like reconnect with God and figure out like what is going on in my heart because I don't know what's going on in my heart and I really need to understand and, and yeah, it just drew me closer to him. It was one of those like seasons that you kind of need to go through and that I'm grateful that I went through, even though it's so recent and it like even thinking about it wells up emotions in me and it's like, Oh my gosh, like I'm not like fully out of it yet. And you know, I know that the enemy still, trying to attack me and, and put thoughts in my head and, and stuff like that. But yeah, getting closer to Jesus and and spending that time with him and really just learning to enjoy. One of the best things that I've learned recently is really just enjoying being with God in his presence. Cause that's ultimately like we were created by God to just like be with him and, and commune with him and just, spend time with him and just to enjoy him and I just felt like I wasn't doing that for so long I was like I need to be a better Christian so I'm gonna do all these things and God's like no no no, just chill yeah just like stay still and just hang with me yeah you know so that is something that I've really been learning and has been a really cool understanding for me to to kind of experience that I think for the first time in my life really yeah um which is I don't know. It's super cool. And I'm, I'm just, I really feel so uh, blessed to have gone through that like weird, crazy transition um, that has brought me to this point of just like so strongly clinging onto Jesus. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's cool that you mentioned about staying still and it's kind of like the first time, even as a friend, I feel like um, I'm very lucky to see you be very successful at what you do. Oh, thanks, dude. Um, but with success, there's always a huge amount of growth that just comes, you know, as a friend, it always felt like seeing you guys, you guys like grew up fast, you know, it's yeah, not that's true. like for me, I'm 25, I'm single, uh, and ready to mingle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, not really. <laughs> um, but, but like when, you know, when even like getting engaged, like I remember the first time I met you and, um, you telling me like, oh, I'm going to surprise Jess with an engagement. And I was just like, whoa, that's quick. He's young and he's getting married. You're basically the same age as my, as me. And I'm in college and all my friends and I in college are just like getting our life together, like just studying. And then, you know, and I get a call from you. It's like, yeah, I'm getting married. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and then all of a sudden it goes from you getting married to getting your house to getting this other house to move into the condo and all that stuff. It, it kind of felt like a blink of the eye. Like, like blink, of, is it, how does he, what's it saying? Blink, blink of an eye. Blink of an eye. I guess the next question is, uh, 
How does someone learn to slow down when success just keeps keeps on coming? So what you're saying is I've done a lot. Yeah. I have been on the go. Yeah. How did I learn to, to slow down? Slow down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I burnt out. That So I went through that learning how to like rest and Jess and I started implementing our day off on Saturdays and having like a Sabbath day mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Um, Sabbath day. It's just rest day. Yep. Like literally anyone who doesn't day. know what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know. I think just over time, I mean, specifically when I was just like answering your last question, mm-hmm. talking about being still, that was specifically like with God. Mm-hmm. Cause even when I would, even when I would like read my Bible in the morning or, you know, I don't know, like have my devotional time. I wouldn't, I would like read and like pray quickly. And even if I was spending a long time, like if I was like, oh, I'm going to read for like 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever, I was still, um, like just reading and kind of doing something. I wasn't, I was like trying to like, oh, let me just soak in information and try as much as possible. Yeah. Just like, let me capitalize on, you know, this amount of time that I have with that rather than just like, no, you can just chill and like be in God's presence and, and just like be still. But I don't, how did, how did I, how did I learn how to do that? Or how did I learn how to just like be, how did you learn to, what, just to slow down in general as a whole? No, what taught you to slow down in your, in, within your experience, what showed you that you had to slow down or what taught you to slow down down as like a whole, like life just slow down and chill sometimes or life slow down and spend time with, spend time with God. Just this like past, like few month and a half that like it was like November first half of December that I kind of went through this uh the that kind of like weird transition phase um I I don't know I just really I, I during that time I was like I know I knew two things I knew I needed to understand like what was going on with me and I needed to know God more like I needed to have a better understanding of God. <clears throat> so I started reading two books. One is The Reason for God by Tim Keller. And then the other one was The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. I was reading, I would read one in the morning and one at night. And The Screwtape Letters helped me understand how it just like solidified the reality of Satan and what he is trying to do to me and that how real the spiritual world is and that I was just like under attack and yeah and then the reasons for God helped me solidify the reality of God so I needed I needed to have the reality of God but I also needed to have the reality of Satan and know like what who the enemy was and like Like what you're fighting against yeah exactly what I'm fighting against and, and kind of how to deal with that because our world seems so physical but you know the spiritual world is so much even more real than so anyway that happened and through that process I kind of realized like man I really need to like cling on to God through this and he's you know my rock and my foundation etc and then uh, I don't know that kind of led me to 
just wanting to learn more about him and understand more. And as I went through that process, I just kind of came to, and I deal with like this, this not problem, but like one of my main things is like, man, what is the purpose of like all of this? And like, why am I here? And whatever, it's just like this huge thing. And I'm like, okay, why did God create me? Like there's, a bajillion more people on this planet. Like, what is there anything even special about me at all? Like, why am I even like, what the heck? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that is like just this like continual thought process of like there's 7 billion people. What can I do? Yeah. 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 Like, why does God even care about me? Like, what why is do I need to be here? And just realizing like, I wouldn't be here if God didn't want to create me. So like, he made me and the reason he specifically made human beings was to spend time with them and to be with them like he made Adam and Eve to just enjoy them and he would walk through the Garden of Eden with them and he would just like be with them and like oh my gosh I'm not like being with God and like spending time with him and and stuff like that so it was kind of just like a learning process and then and then applying what I learned I think whoa so crazy that is that's cool that's that. that Thanks, man. That's a great answer. So I wrote down my questions. Yeah. I want to read it right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm in fifth grade asking a question. <laughs> How's your, um, like I'm asking like a celebrity a question. I don't know why. Okay. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so how is your lifestyle as a YouTuber in a location where creators don't really have accessibility to other creators? <clears throat> you mean like here in Florida? Yeah. Dude, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's, I didn't realize how, not like important it was, but how like helpful. Yeah. And like literally having people just to talk to about your work. Yeah. Then people who like get it and understand. Because it's hard to explain how, not like isolating in the sense of like, oh, you know, we have followers, so, like, that yeah. part of it is isolating. Just, like, the job itself and, like, the job description and what you do day-to-day. It's so specific. It's so specific and different. And then what you have to deal with, with, like, online stuff and, like, people's opinions about you and and you're, like, more susceptible to, like, mental health problems and stuff like that. Like, I feel like every YouTuber deals with, mental deals health, with like, depression. depression and anxiety and everything just because they have that job. Yeah. Um. So... It's it's tough to con- like connect with other people and kind of share the way you feel and what's going on with your job because most it just doesn't, doesn't mo- most people don't understand what you do. I like I wouldn't understand someone who's you know like works in the mind building or yeah or like someone who's like building a rocket ship yeah. and is like trying to deal with the stress of making sure that the astronaut that goes in it doesn't freaking die in space or something like that. Yeah, he's like, dude, the flux capacitor doesn't work. And you're just the like, flux yeah. capacitor. You're like, yeah, the flux capacitor, bro. Just dude. doesn't work. Oh my gosh. Let's yeah. just go back to the future. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get what you're trying to say. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so specific that, you know. So, I would be, in that scenario, mm-hmm. I would be the last person that a freaking <laughs> rocket ship person should talk to. Yeah. But, and in, in that's a super like stupid analogy, but in the same way, it is kind of so weird trying to talk to people. I think it's weird because I it's so contrasted to 
whenever like we would hang out in yeah. LA and we'd have like all, you know all the other people around like Bobby or anyone else who is in the industry front facing or not like on yeah. the talent side or like people who are managers or just whatever artist overall people that just, just no people LA. in the industry yeah which it sounds so weird but it is the truth and I didn't even realize it mm-hmm. until I came back here and it was one of those things where I was like man I feel like I'm there's so like anytime there's something that I would need advice on or issues or whatever I couldn't just like hang out with someone mm-hmm. and kind of like share yeah. that stuff yeah you know not that I'm in in a friendship or something yeah. like that I'm trying to like completely just like yeah feed like my issues to them or yeah. whatever but um I th- I think you, there's a give and take you know you need to you do yeah. need to be poured into so you can pour out and there's a yeah a healthy balance there but so how has this challenged your cre- moving here how has that challenged your creativity and what benefits have you gotten f- from this challenge um it's made me really realize like okay what do I if there's no one else like if there's no one else inspiring me or you know in LA there's a lot of noise like mm. someone does something and it's like kind of successful yeah. and then everyone tries to do that same thing and yeah. you're just kind of like shifting around and stuff mm-hmm. like that being in somewhere there's like less noise I'm kind of like okay if there was no one else to like change my mind on things or like influence influence me in some way no pun intended or um whatever if there was no one else and i had to like work on my own and just do and create from your own spirit and and create yeah like kind of create from my heart Mm -hmm. what is the type of things that i would make you know so that is it's really kind of like narrowed down like my purpose and my calling is to be like my job is to be a creator. Yeah. Like that is what God he's made me a creative and an artist and I'm I'm going to create things. And I'm direct <clears throat> excuse me. Wow man. <clears throat> Corona. <laughs> and I'm directly oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm directly dude, and I was on a roll too. Come on man. And I'm <laughs> and I'm directly trying to pull my inspiration from God mm-hmm. who is the ultimate creator and one thing that I realized is like oh my gosh God my calling in life God gave me the same job as him that's insane and I'm like oh my gosh like I am that Whoa. is so like dope yeah like I have the same job as God and and I'm like okay not to the full extent though no no no, no <laughs> but I mean like you get to create <laughs> but I get to I get to create yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah on a human level I'm not just like <laughs> throwing out planets yeah. and yeah. things like that <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't want to make you seem crazy on the podcast <laughs> no 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 but you know what I mean yeah. like God is the ultimate creator so like mm-hmm. uh, as a creative person I'm, I'm trying to I want to pull from inspiration that is directly God given mm-hmm. um, so yeah I don't know that is that's something I've been going through and like really solidifying my purpose and calling in and, and everything that I'm doing because especially on YouTube too and with social media and stuff there's so much noise to be like just do the thing that gets you the most views and stuff like that it's cool that you say that because even with the whole transition thing and how hard it's been to relate with other people um, it doesn't mean you're not grateful for those people that try to relate also 
because you are. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, but maybe that difference also could be good because there's so much noise in LA where it kind of feels like you have to lock yourself in a room. Like it's like it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to lock yourself in your room in LA and just be like, okay, I just I can't watch anyone else's YouTube video. I just have to create from myself. Yeah, yeah. What but, am I going to create? Like, what am I going to create? But there's always like that next flashy thing or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so it's cool that you're here to be creative on your own, and you don't have that like imminent like mm-hmm. noise on you. So for those people that don't deal with that noise, people that live in like Arkansas or like Texas or <laughs> or like effing yeah, shout out to Arkansas and Texas. Yeah, too. or like effing who knows, like an island in the middle of the uh, of the world. What tips do you have for people who live in their own houses? How can they strive for creativity in their own homes? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, like working hard at what you're passionate about and just kind of going out and doing it and getting better at it Mm -hmm. and honing in on your craft and you know, giving yourself the time to be creative because in a, and if, you know, your life is really busy and stuff that usually yeah. um, takes away from your mental space to be able to have that clarity yeah, and everything, um, which is something that I've been trying to, like I want to keep my projects move forward, moving forward and stuff like that. But I also, I, I do need a certain amount of free time just as a creative to allow myself to come up with new ideas and just to think and, and develop, you know, concepts and stuff. So, um, yeah, just really just practice and get better at your craft and, and just repetition and keep doing it. And YouTube is a beautiful thing. There's so many tutorials to teach you on how how to do stuff like, all my videography, editing, anything I've ever like wanted to know is straight from YouTube. Yeah. And um, and then just taking those things, applying them, practicing over and over, getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So for people that live in L.A., right, mm-hmm. I feel like to a certain sense it's easier to grow because you always constantly have collaboration. Do you think the answer yeah, for true. people to grow outside of L.A. is consistency? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's still tough. No one's disregarding that. No, 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 no. I mean, not having community is tough in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we, we as humans, we're kind of meant to have that community around us, and it, it reflects very, like, predominant, like, it, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? It, per, it, 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 like, presents itself very obviously to us creators when you're in a group of people. I mean, right now all like the TikTok houses and creator houses that are just like exploding. Like it's very a clear result of like people being able to get together and create together and do things together. Um, It becomes more enjoyable. Everyone's like ideas are going back and forth and kind of Mm -hmm. there's a really good flow of creativity. So like finding a creative community is really important. Even even if it's not like everyone's a YouTuber or whatever, I just think finding a creative community is really important. Mm-hmm. Just um, whether that's like online, or artists or creators, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. in a certain um, setting that you can openly and freely share your ideas and the things you're creating and get encouragement from people and yeah. have a healthy like dialogue and and 
that enables people to just grow and kind of like spark that. Yeah. 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 That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up, baby. Yeah, dude. Okay, I have two. All right, I got two more questions. And yeah. I'm sending applesauce, crisscross. Crisscross applesauce. Crisscross applesauce. Dude, I say every <clears throat> dude, saying I need, like backwards dude, dude, or dude. I don't have the right word. Like, oh, blink of the eye. It's blink of an eye. Uh, crisscross applesauce. I say applesauce crisscross. Why do I do that? I don't know why I do that. Dude, you're just... You're just... All right, anyways. You're just a special guy. Okay, so I really look up to you <laughs> as a creative. Oh, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. I really like... I look up to you as a creative, dude. Thanks. I try. Bro. I try to make you look up to me. That's what I do. That's the goal. <laughs> That's the goal. That's pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not okay. towards you, just like... Like, me. wow, this guy likes me? Oh, no. No. I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said no, no, no. Have you ever seen that? No, no. Okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Have you seen that? Shoot. Oh, Anyways, um, no. Actually, other question, because um, yeah, I really want to know. Uh, I want to know. I knew that was gonna happen. Can I said you that. show me? <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> as a creative, um, you yeah. were explaining to me earlier that you wish you kind of didn't thin out so much. Why do you think it's important to thin hold, out? Thin out in oh, the like idea. Oh, like spread of myself spread, too yeah, thin. Yeah, spread yeah, yourself yeah. too thin. You see, I did it again. Um, so, so like thin out what? Thin out what? So, uh, um, for someone who who is a creative, like I think a lot of creatives are interested in a lot of things, and sometimes it's hard to just hone into one skill. What gives you the confidence to hone in one thing, and uh, and like secure yourself on that? Well, I don't think I do. Okay. Um. Day to day, I'm learning to. I'm I'm really learning how to segment the different things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um. So, usually, if I'm writing music, it's like a few hours. Sometimes I spend the day just like working on music stuff. Yeah. If I'm like working on my own video or vlog or whatever, I'm spending the day doing that thing, which is really tough because once your as your business starts growing, you have a lot more things to juggle, and then there's more noise business wise, emails, text stuff like that. So I've been really learning how to uh, best like utilize my time. Um, Jess and I have a really great assistant who's who's been working for us. So utilizing her to help me like yeah. manage that stuff, so I can kind of like spend my time focusing on like strictly on the creative side. And then when it comes to like meetings and stuff, because specifically for me, because I'm very like one track mind when I focus on something, like I need to focus on that thing. And if there's any interruptions, it kind of it just messes it up yeah. and I can't it's uh, it's very hard for me to get back to it um, so what I do is I right now I, I, I keep messing with my week in different ways to see how I can best structure it but I'm loading all my calls and meetings and stuff like that everything is on Thursday yeah. so Thursday is my day for just like calls meetings everything is on that day and all the other days the only um like the only thing that's really on the calendar is I do, I go through like my emails and like any updates and stuff like that in the morning with my assistant. And then I don't check my emails for the rest of the day. And I hardly check my texts for the rest of the day until I'm done with work. And I focus on like what my project is that day. So what's important is scheduling your passion. 
to yeah interest. yeah in a weird way you kind of have to schedule out like what do i want to sp- what do i actually want to spend my time doing and like make sure that that's scheduled in yeah. to make sure that you do those things because i could end up spending my time like so much time on email and texts and like wasting time floundering around and then i end up getting so hard on myself like man why don't i can't create as much as i want and i can't do all these things and i just need to like really prioritize those things and what's funny is as a creator specifically like with our job I think um, the first thing that's the easiest thing to kind of like kick to the curb is actually making content because it's like I don't know this brand needs this thing so I need to finish this thing for this brand deal or you know this person needs you know these questions for this interview that whatever whatever oh I need to finish these designs for this product that I'm working on and it's like all these things that have they're like good things that are urgent and they end up being or or they they end up being like being put in your lap as a result of what you initially did which was making content and growing a platform that way so um that has been a huge struggle for me, especially because I don't like letting people down and that like really stresses me out if I let people down. But realizing, well, and, and saying that, like when, I, when I'm letting people down, it's easier for me to be like, okay, no, I don't need to make content because no one's really attached to that besides myself. Like I'm not, other than like viewers and people like that, like yes, I would let them down if I'm not making as much content, but on like people that I'm working with you know, directly that are like in my inbox and on my phone and on calls with like if I'm not hitting deadlines on certain things, like I'm letting down, you know, the team who's helping me make my clothing and like I need to get to those things. So it's like knowing your priorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, you really have to uh, as a creator, you, uh, at least for me, I tend to kick, to kick content to the curb first. Like that's the first thing that I shelf so I can focus on all the other things that are like super in your face and stressful and everything like that. Um but yeah, just learning how to prioritize content first and then all the other things I, I layer in after and then learning how to delegate and give things off to other people yeah. so they, um, other people on the team, so you know they can, they can be the ones working on the things and keep the ball rolling while I'm doing what I'm best at. Wow, that's you good. Know, so. so question, how does someone know what they're prioritizing is beneficial for them? Because a lot of times uh, someone could be thinking, hey, like, I'm doing this for my own good, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this for myself and I need to grow in this. But in reality, they're wasting time. How do you focus on what's good for you and know that it's good for you? Hmm. That's tough. That's that's tough because... Do you think it's community mm-hmm. telling you, hey, or people telling you that you're he, good at something and you have to listen to that audience rather than to yourself? Or do you think you have to listen to yourself rather than the audience? No, I think there's three voices that you should listen to. I mean, and if you're, this is as a, as a Christian, yeah. there's three voices, like God's voice, mm-hmm. um, human voice, and then your own. Mm-hmm. So, and this I'm just coming with, up with on the spot, just yeah. as I think about my life and like people that I listen to and stuff like that. Um, people that I listen to are usually people that I know care about me. It's not like some random. The people that I listen to are those who are close to me and I know and trust and if they have something you know advice to give me and stuff like that those are the people who I listen to the most because I I genuinely know that they have my best interests at heart yeah if they're trying to like help me and tell me something that I should hear even if I don't want to hear and stuff like that um 
God's voice, which is obviously a little tougher to to listen to. To, to just like understand and figure out sometimes yeah. because it's not a physical human being. It's not it's like not a, like hey game, go to the left, <laughs> turn left. There's a stop sign. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then your own voice, which is just kind of like I feel like your passions and things that you want yeah. to do. Um, so yeah, I mean. Dude, what was the original question again? Like, yeah, who? Do, yeah, like I guess, um, how do you like how know do you, what to prioritize? Yeah, I mean, you really have to. I think you have to have a, a certain level of self awareness too, like a balance of all three. Yeah, you because, like, sadly, I have seen, which it's a tough thing to say, but it is reality that there will be people sometimes that so badly want something but it's really not for them and they're like work hard at it and stuff well yeah I, I mean I guess they'll work hard at it and stuff but they're like clearly not cut out for that specific thing like they don't have the skill set and they mm -hmm. don't have those talents um, and it's not and saying it's that they not, can't build on it yeah yeah, yeah but it, they would be so better suited for something else that they're kind of ignoring mm-hmm because they see the shiny flashy thing over there that yeah. kind of they want more. Mm -hmm. um, which tends to be the case with me. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many things that inspire me and stuff like that. And that's why, you know, we've had those conversations. Yeah. Like I, I've needed to like hunker down and really know my lane and be like, no, like I need to stick to like what I know I'm good at yeah. and what I need to be doing and not see all the little shiny flashing lights and try and chase those things around. Yeah. You know? Um, so just like being self-aware in that sense, because I've kind of like gone through that um, myself. Yeah. And then just ha making sure you have the right people speaking into your life and stuff. That's really good. That's very good. Thanks, bro. Wow. Appreciate it. Um, Wowzers. I've learned a lot within this podcast. I'm have you grateful actually? For it. Yeah. 100%. Oh, thanks, Are bro. you kidding me? Thanks for watching the podcast, everybody. Really appreciate it. Can't wait to edit this and share this with everybody. Also, there's Better Together merch down below. So yes. Please. Go buy it. Check wearing, it out. Wearing the beanie. Wearing the beanie. Wearing everything. Let's get it. That's what's up. Yo, 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 yo. And I haven't done that in a while. I usually just do. No, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks for watching the podcast. I cannot wait to eat. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is it time to go, babe? Not yet. What time is it? An, An hour? hour? Oh my gosh. What the heck? All right. I guess we'll just talk on the podcast for another hour. <laughs> Another hour, imagine. It's like a no, two-hour podcast. No, I'm done with this. Yeah, same with me. I'm over it. <laughs> same with me. Just kidding. I like podcasting. <laughs> That's why I'm doing this. Please believe me. Please believe me. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Love you guys. Later. Bye. Bye.